Hi. Here we are <laughs> recording our podcast. I am Barrett. And I'm Sam. And so, should we say a little bit about ourselves? Yeah. Let's okay. Do that. You go first. So, I'm 23 and I live in Lafayette. And probably all our listeners will live around here too because it'll be all our friends. <laughs> probably. Um, and let's see, I'm going to school for special education and I work at a retail store that hires adults with disabilities as well. So, that's pretty much my expertise. What about you? Thank you for asking, Barrett. <laughs> I received my degree from CU Boulder in business, um, and I have a minor in religious studies, and I'm going back to school in the fall for a graduate certificate in women, gender, and sexual studies. Radical. Super rad. (laughs) No, it is. I'm super excited, but both Barrett and I spend a lot of time outside of, you know, our normal day-to-day responsibilities, researching, and trying to learn about just things going on in the world and social issues, um, not saying we're experts, but we do put in time and we, we like talking about these things and we like listening to people talk about these things. So maybe people will want to listen to us talk about them. That's the plan. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, hang tight for the next segment. This segment is just going to be a little bit about what this podcast is supposed to be about. We originally we don't want to pigeonhole ourselves so we want to keep it Mm open-ended but I guess you could say our mission statement you know our little why you should listen is because we we do really care about what we're talking about and we feel that there are so many podcasts with people who are not quote-unquote normal people and they're celebrities and they're filthy rich or they're just so removed from anyone who's in the general populace and we're just sick of hearing about their opinions because who the fuck cares i don't they can't relate to us and the celebrities talk about their difficult lives while they're sipping margaritas in Mm -hmm. their private pool and Mm -hmm. we can't really get a lot of help from them So that's why we want to give our opinion, because we're just normal people. Exactly. And um, we want to have friends on and, you know, people we meet ideally across the world as we travel or, you know, if people do start listening and they want to be on this and have a conversation about their lives and what they're doing in life or their experience, we would love that. We just want to get real, real people talking about their real lives Mm -hmm. so people feel less alone and maybe have some more applicable tools in their box to use as they're trying to get to where they're trying to go in life. Yeah, or just other perspectives even, just, you know, diving into what we think about the things going on. Yeah. Even if we don't have solutions, we just have opinions. Yeah, it's just genuine discourse, honest discourse from real people. So that's our little uh, sales pitch. Okay, so we just want to give a trigger warning. We're going to talk a little bit about uh, shootings and gun violence. So click off if you do not want to hear about that. Okay, Sam, so where were you when you heard about the Boulder King Super shooting? Yes. <laughs> it's not funny. <laughs> I, uh, I was sitting 
on my bed. I work from home right now all the time, which I love. But I was uh, working, and then Nawal FaceTimed me. She She's pretty in the journalism community in Boulder, as she is a journalist major. That's her field. Anyway, <clears throat> yeah, she, uh, she actually told me, she sent me the link to this live video that was being recorded. It was like a live YouTube stream of the shooting. Scary. And so I started watching it, and I watched it for like the next hour and a half until they got him but it was awful wow that's so so scary did you see did the live show them like the police getting the guy yeah taking him into custody yeah it did wow yeah this this dude it was crazy he he would not move the police kept trying to remove him from the scene Uh, he was like one of the first people there. He was like walking up into the parking lot as um oh. the shooting happened, and it was wow. actually really messed up because uh, I didn't I didn't see it this part because I was maybe like an hour in yeah. to the whole process. But if you start that video over from the beginning, which I would not recommend to anyone, it might have gotten taken down. But you actually see like a couple dead bodies oh because he this he was there. Yeah, he just saw like you know. The, the carnage of this dude just shooting someone in a parking lot, shooting someone right at the entrance. Like, there were, like, three dead bodies. Oh, my God. Right in the beginning, and it was horrible. But where were you? I was at my friend's house and just, like, doing my thing, la-di-da. And my dad called me, and he was like, Barrett, where are you? And I was like, at my friend's house. And he was like, there's a shooting at the King Supers in Boulder, so don't go there. And I, like, <laughs> I my immediate reaction was, like, of course there's a shooting mm-hmm. because we've become so desensitized to it because they have been all the time because no one will do anything about it. So I wasn't even like, cause my first thought should have been, uh Oh, hopefully no one I know is there. And it wasn't mm-hmm. even, I was like, Oh, classic. Like there's a fucking shooting in a store. Yeah. It wasn't the surprise. Right. Necessarily. Yeah. Even though it was so close. Right. And then like throughout the day, multiple different people i have a friend who lives in new york he texted me and i don't even really talk to him that much but he texted me and he was like hey are you okay and i was like dude i didn't even know like this was so big like i didn't even realize everyone knew about it oh my god my dad actually found out because his sister who lives in north carolina texted him in the first place about it oh my god like we found out about it basically because someone out of the state found out right wow yeah yeah that is yeah, you wonder why. Yeah. It seems like the Boulder shooting did get maybe just more of a national media coverage than some of these other shootings or, like, really intense acts of violence. Why is that? Do you think it's because there <clears throat> 10 people died? It was 10, right? Yeah, I think it was 10. So I think that's maybe a little more than some most of the shootings that have occurred. But I also think it's partially because it was in Boulder. Because it was shocking because Boulder is like supposed to be yeah, so it's this chill. Liberal and, yeah. haven, you right. know, like so Peaceful. privileged and yeah. preachy about, you know, these anti I mean, yeah, we were just supposed to pass this an you know, anti automatic weapon ban. We were just supposed to pass that and the judge I think 10 days before had repealed had it. Had repealed it. Exactly. It was like, yeah, it was like 10 days, mm-hmm. maybe even less. Yes. It was insane because it was like right before right it before. happened. They repealed it. Yeah, and that's not so very Boulder. Up. Like no, we, we we've grown up in Boulder our whole lives. Yeah, that's really not the culture. It's uh, yeah, I think that's part 
maybe part of the reason. I mean, I, mean, I don't know what the rest of the country, how they view Boulder or what they know about Boulder. I feel so. like the rest of the country just thinks of us as like the really high weed area. Yeah, yeah 420, <laughs> like Boulder hippie, even though it's not that anymore. No. I think when we were growing up, like it was a lot mm. more like that very like boulder hippie people but yeah. now it's gotten like really gentrified so and it's gentrified. like a lot of like older rich people yeah pretty much and i mean us yeah college Google. students too yeah mm-hmm. oh my god all the college rich oh. college kids from out of state mm-hmm. from california a nightmare mm-hmm. fucking nightmare yeah all those fucking cali kids it's such an interesting like mix of people <sighs> so i wonder like you or at CU and in Boulder, because there's like, yeah, it's like a huge school. It's but yeah, so then big. the Google space brought Moved in a ton in a of people. Years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then then of course there are like potheads probably who like came mm-hmm. here because it was like, oh Boulder, like you can smoke weed. They we were like one it of the, the first green places. Rush. Apparently ten thousand people a month were moving to Colorado for like totally years after. That totally makes it's, sense. It's crazy. Like yeah. every big city in Denver, our property rates have gone up yeah like i i'm worried i won't ever be able to like live in boulder again you know of my own yeah like i I have confidence i'll be successful but like yeah it's really expensive it's so expensive so it's scary to yeah i mean just fucked up yeah just all these fucking rich people yeah coming in it's just gentrification and we're not it's not poor us because we know we're we have our own privilege and it's yeah. happening to you know people of color and neighborhoods yeah are being affected by it way more than oh poor boulder yeah yeah so totally we're definitely aware of that but it's you know happens everywhere i guess yeah can't escape it yeah no it's really interesting okay back to the shooting mm. did you know any of the people no 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 i didn't either i knew people who knew people mm. Which mm-hmm. I know you did, too, because we went yeah. to school with one of the girls. Yeah. She wasn't in our grade, and her name was... Ricky Olds? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I knew some other people. There was a kid who had a developmental disability who was mm. part of a program, Imagine, and he was one of the people who died. Aww. He had worked there. Aww. He was, like, an employee. And then I knew... One of my coworkers knew another person who was just a customer there. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So horrible. Just crazy. So that um, brings us to the topic of gun control. Mm-hmm. Today gun I posted control. on my Facebook. I know you commented on I, it. I did. I, thought I that said was so funny. <laughs> what I said was if we take away all the guns from everybody then mm-hmm. we can't have these mass shootings. And also cops would have a lot harder time killing all the black people that they've been killing because I'm yeah. sure everyone knows how much mm-hmm. that has been happening mm-hmm. recently, especially it seems like yeah. it's like, it seems so obvious to me and it's yeah. because it won't happen because everyone is so possessive about having guns for some reason. Mm. But it's like, if I think this happened in New Zealand, I think what happened is mm-hmm. actually someone died and None of the cops have guns. Everyone had oh. to surrender all their guns, and they haven't oh. had any problems with it ever huh. since. Like huh. this has worked, taking yeah. away the guns. I I do know. I mean, it's just something's wrong with the way it is in America because this doesn't happen in every other country. Right. Like I feel like you can't argue that. Like something is wrong because yeah. this isn't happening in 
every other country. No. Um, I mean, I'm not necessarily just going to play devil's advocate. Totally. But um, I do know people who are, like, they're, they're for gun control, but not, like, complete. Yeah. I don't, I don't even know if you could abolish all guns. Like, I know. I know. I know. I definitely believe you on what you're saying about New Zealand and that. I don't I'm not know saying how it's impossible, it. but yeah. it seems hard. Yeah, and I don't know, like this might sound a little conspiracy theorist, but I, this is definitely where people's heads are coming from. Yeah, quite a few of them, I think. It's just you know, it's part of the Second Amendment. No, I'm, I'm not going there, but no, it's people like use the that. government. Yeah, I don't trust our fucking government. I don't like our government, honestly. Yeah. Like Trump was becoming kind of dick really haterish yeah like what do you do okay he fucking is like i'm not stepping out of office he takes over the military the military's on his side okay what do we do right he starts putting in these crazy things the only way to to do anything would be to have guns would be for the citizens to have access to guns yeah we have the largest military budget like three times over in the whole world like if something happened Mm-hmm. and for some reason and i'm not saying it would even be enough like i that almost makes me laugh because people are like we gotta have our guns right could we pr- like could it protect us maybe i mean if literally like that's yeah. the, the thing though right. it's kind of naive oops to be like yeah like we need our personal guns for when the government takes Turns over on but you know whole countries can't defeat our military right with their bombs and drones it's like yeah. i don't really understand what people think we're gonna do but right i understand that sentiment because i don't like our government right i don't trust our government yeah i would like to have not that you own a gun no i don't <laughs> <own a> gun. <laughs> but it's the thing that you could protect yourself i guess potentially i understand yeah. that i do understand that i just also don't think we'd be able to do much mm-hmm. it's hard yeah it's like what is the solution and no gun reform. I mean, me and Brandon, like, Brandon knows so much about guns because he's into Air Force and, like, that mm-hmm. culture. Yeah. And he just knows a lot about guns. And he's like, oh, and he's also a psychology major. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there are very specific things we could do, like, hello, mental health checks. Yeah. Like, oh, you know, we have to, they make certain women get mental health checks to get abortions. You know, like, so... they make them go through all these hoops, but no, but get a gun. for a gun. a gun. Of course go not. Go out of your way. <laughs> go out of your way, honey. Right. Have all the guns you want. Have automatic weapons. Who cares? Like... That's absurd that that is yeah, but have the double a, standard. A mental health check. Uh, that makes so much sense. And have to renew it every year. Yeah. Or something. Like, have certain a certain field of psychologist or a psychologist maybe, like... Yeah, make an appointment with a fucking therapist. Yeah. And get a letter that says you're approved to have a license or have a database. Yeah. You know, there are certain things you can do to streamline and make these things. I, I haven't like, heard of this. Reasonable. This is so smart. This makes so much yeah. sense. Yeah, right. Because so much of the time, I mean, it seems like probably most of the time with mm-hmm. mass shootings, it's because the person is sick. They're mentally yeah. ill. It's crazy. They're, yeah certifiably crazy yeah and they shouldn't have had guns in the first place that seems Mm -hmm. so obvious yeah i mean it it makes sense right like i don't know why anyone would have a problem with that right well and you know background checks you know people with a history of 
physical violence, violence. domestic abuse. Mm-hmm. Right. And also maybe, I don't know, I don't, you know, I wish I knew more about gun laws because I don't want to say things that are already in place. But yeah. I, I just really, from what I've heard, I know we're so lenient about mm-hmm. our gun laws anyway. Yeah. So I feel like I'm, I can guarantee most of what I just said is not in in place. Yeah. But I just wonder if, um, like, do you need a gun license? I think you need an open carry license. Mm-hmm. I honestly don't know. I don't know anything about guns. It seems yeah. like maybe not, probably in some places and maybe not in some other places. Yeah, but I just wonder. Yeah. No, no, there's a lot of, a lot of questions, but I feel like some of these things could be assuaged. Yeah. Could be helped with some of these solutions. Like, there are certain things that wouldn't be that crazy to put put in a place. Yeah. Especially the mental up. health checks. That's so freaking stupid obvious. Like, it makes so much sense. I don't know. That should be in place already. I completely agree. That's wild. It's a great idea. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't seem like it would be that hard. No. Either. Mm-mm. People just get so, like... They get so weird about it. Like, the people who love guns, if it's anyone's like, let's do anything just to, like, try to stop these mass shootings, they freak out. A mm-hmm. lot of them, they're like, mm-hmm. no, you can't control if I'm going to have a gun or yeah. not, which is just, like, absurd. It's, well, here's kind of a controversial thing. Uh-huh. Actually, I feel like maybe some podcasts have, like, fact checks at the end so you can fact check what you're saying. Go back. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. So this would be something to fact check. But uh, I read a study about how they studied the brains of people who are more conservative versus liberal. Mm-hmm. And apparently people who are more conservative ha- usually tend to have a bigger amygdala, which is your partially controls your fear center. And, like, it lights up more. And, like, cons- I mean, think about the policies. Huh. They're more afraid. They're more afraid of the world. They're more afraid of people. Mm-hmm. Like, people who have more conservative views are more afraid. They're more yeah. afraid of the world. You know, That's they're like, don't take my guns away. I'm afraid. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I mean, it, and it makes you have more compassion. It's like, yeah. oh. And I'm not saying, I'm not necessarily a liberal. I'm mm-hmm. not like, oh, yeah, go all the moderate liberals in the freaking Senate. I love the Democrats. Like, not at all. There's so much flaw. So much error in that, too, but from my point of view, it gives a little more empathy and compassion to look at the conservative views that seem a little hateful, seem a little ignorant sometimes, and it's like, oh, they're just scared. Yeah. They're afraid of the world. They're afraid of what will happen. I've seen that, um, actually, like, our Democrats are actually pretty conservative from the rest of the world's viewpoint. Mm. Apparently, like... Even Bernie Sanders is pretty right wing in, well, maybe he's more like moderate since he's like very liberal, but like in the view, in the eyes of the rest of the world, he's like not actually liberal and he's like our most liberal, like prominent politician. And like, actually most of our politicians are pretty conservative, like pretty Republican Mm -hmm. compared to everyone else, which is very interesting too. It's a whole trick. We're all on the same side. Right. We're all, like, right. Yeah. Essentially. And I'm not saying... I guess, no, it's not a matter of right or left. But, like, our political system is, is like, built to provide the same advantages to a certain people and certain things. Yeah. And it's just... 
you know, we just, it's like keeping us distracted. It's like, oh, go back and forth, go back and forth. But yeah. essentially nothing in this system is going to change that much, no matter who gets into power. Right. Like, I feel like it's all built yeah. to sustain itself. Yeah. It is. And that's why we have two parties. We're a two-party system. Yeah. And they all do the same freaking things. And that's why we need to tear it down and start I over. Know. Because I, it is not working. I agree. I agree. It's so... <laughs> on that happy note let's take a break we'll be right back welcome back yes. all right we took a week-long break there and we're back to keep on going so we decided that this section will just be we're gonna try to find someone or we have someone in mind barrett Yes, we have someone in mind that we want to maybe interview for our next episode. Um, and we think we're going to talk a little bit about being like a young parent, like becoming a parent when you're pretty young and talking about that experience, but also talking about our viewpoints and what we would or wouldn't want. I know me and Sam personally don't feel like we're ready to be parents right now, so we'll get some good juxtaposition there. <laughs> Some good old juxtaposition. <laughs> if you know what we're talking about, we're talking about abortion <clears throat> and how both are very reasonable options. Valid. Mm -hmm. Definitely support young people becoming parents and also support young people not wanting to be parents. Mm -hmm. It's uh, one of the most life-altering decisions you can make ever. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> I just got a puppy and that was like a... <laughs> that was overwhelming <laughs> she's so good she's sleeping next to barrett right now but it's a lot yeah i don't know when do you think you're gonna be ready for kids oh man i don't know who knows at this point when i think about this like when i was young i used to be like i want to be a mom but like at this point part of me feels like are we even gonna make it like that far with the earth and the global warming like i don't know like how long this all is going to be happening. And so I just don't know. Definitely not ready for kids yet. I barely can take care of myself. So, yeah. and even watching you raise this little puppy, that's like so much work and it's just a dog. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. She's the ultimate <clears throat> puppy, but yeah, it's crazy. I think that's a common theme in our generation. Um, Oh, yeah. Side note, we're also going to do a little more research before our next episode so we have solid facts we can bring in and articulate um, reasons behind our opinions um, and just put some inf information out there. But, um, yeah, being a parent. I think a lot of people in our generation don't want to. Um, they have that same thing like that. <coughs> I'm also kind of sick. Uh, that planet dread, the existential dread, the climate change fear you know i don't know i don't know how eminent world war three is but you know i hear That's people like talk about that and it's also yeah it's like common in our generation like fear of like what's gonna happen to the earth i can't remember the name either uh, i, I know you're not know about. some kind of depression or something and mm -hmm. more and more i don't know what generation we are millennials xyz i don't think we're why i have no idea i've never really cared z. i don't like labels we're on the cusp of millennial and Z. Okay. We're like right on the cusp. Some people say it's 1997. Some people say it's 1996. Okay. 
so it's right yeah we're right on the edge which is fun we're like in one foot in each world <laughs> we really are because i know we're not millennials actually or are we, we saying might we're... be on the very tail no, end, depending who you ask no that makes sense but like <clears throat> i would believe if we are like more towards the <laughs> the younger side but i mean they're, they're like having kids and buying houses but then again totally. people our age are having kids and buying <laughs> houses which is kind of the point of the next podcast so true oh my god i just feel so young yeah i know i feel so young it's very interesting do you think that when do you think you would be ready to be like a parent anytime mm. soon not soon <laughs> not soon i have a lot of plans on the horizon that don't entail children mm-hmm. Going to Hawaii yep. for school. Then yep. we want to go to more school. Yep. Me and Brandon just want a bunch of like as master's cool degrees. Kind of. Yeah, we just want to be super educated. Which is super cool. It's fun. We just start, love learning and have a lot of things we want to learn about. And we have little Ted. And then we're thinking of doing like this Japanese um, English teaching program. It's called JET in Japan after we graduate. Cool. And you can do it for like a year and they'll place you and give you a stipend. Wow. To like teach English in Japan. Totally. You know how much I love Japan. Dude, my dad loves Japan Japan too. Yes, he taught us Japanese when we were little in in like first grade. Exactly. How to write our names. Mm -hmm. That's cool. So that's part of the dream. Yeah, and kids just are so expensive. I just don't have the. I probably could afford one now, but I don't want to. Mm -hmm. Like, if I really tried, you know, I probably could afford it, but I don't. I have other things I buy. Yeah. <laughs> kind of. So well, I'm saving up for school right now, yeah, <clears throat> and that's been a big, cheap. big thing I've been putting money towards. And little Teddy, I like to. We just bought her a baby pool. Teddy is Sam's puppy. Oh, she's an angel. She's precious. She's 25% pit bull, 12% German Shepherd, like 10% Boxer, 18% Australian Shepherd and Australian cattle dog. And 2% wolf. Yes. <laughs> She's the best puppy in the whole world. And um, yeah, well, probably something that's been on my mind a lot and I've been doing research is the pit bull stigma, which that, I fucking we, hate. We can do a whole, we should do, do a whole episode on, yeah, the pit bull stigma mm-hmm. for sure. Because that's become do. very prominent in your life. It really has. And it's super, <clears throat> it's super duper important. Let's do that episode after the episode about having kids or not having kids. All right. Let's do it. Well, I think that should uh, wrap up this episode unless you want to say anything else, Barrett. Uh, nope. Thanks for listening. Hopefully someone does. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully someone out there does. All right. What should be like our sign off? Catch you later. <laughs> I don't know. You're putting me on the spot. <laughs> we'll figure it out all right well we'll come to you next week with a sign off but in the meantime have love you (laughs) (laughs) oh my god i need to get rid of this cough all right bye bye